When it comes to your education, there's no need to settle. Get the interactive and purposeful education that you and employers demand from Colorado State University Global Campus. You'll get personalized, career-driven learning created and taught by today's industry leaders. CSU Global was built to help students succeed with affordability, flexibility, and individualized support. It's time to expect better. Find your path to the career you want at csuglobal.edu, where online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. Everybody, welcome to the Grown Manish Podcast. I am Mike J, and I have with me. Hey, this is your guy Bowtie Fresh, under the weather, but still grinding it out to bring this episode to you guys. We definitely want to make sure that we get the get the content, get you get you guys what you want, what you ask for. So I'm gonna grind through it. I just I hope y'all bear uh, work with me and bear with me through this episode. You know, I know I sound like a a mixture of Darth. Excuse me, Darth Vader and somebody's old grandma with a gravel voice, but you know, definitely going to make it through this episode with y'all, man. But what's going on with you, Mike J? Man, another another day gone day, man. I see you, boy, you got. I see you up in there. Got the sickness like Martin on that episode, and he wanted his mama to come through. You know, he threw up on Gina's <laughs> shoes. So, hey, man, but check this out, bro. I was uh, last night. I was watching Passenger Fifty Seven. I don't know, this randomly passenger fifty seven. a throwback. Throwback. <laughs> so then I had this wild dream last night before I go to work. Man, I, I I don't know. I was fighting terrorists, and next thing I know, I stabbed somebody in the Achilles, and Jada Fire was there, and people. Man, it was wild <laughs> as hell, bro. A wild wow. dream. <laughs> man, it was. Man, I was like, what the hell? I mean, I didn't drink nothing last night, anything like that. It was wild as hell. I don't know. You didn't have no Chinese food last night or nothing, did you? No, I did not. I didn't. I didn't have anything, man. I I just had some old bar, b- b- barbecue. They said on on uh <laughs> next Friday, bro. But now, nah, man, I I that was I'm gonna talk about. But now nah, I just it was. Just, why you ever had one of the wild, crazy dreams, man? Oh just yeah, like, I had quite a like, few of them before, man. Like, what the hell is this? Like, why was I stabbed behind the Achilles, and why was I, and why was Jada <laughs> Fire there? And it was like somebody got suplexed. It was, it was mad, Randy. We know how like, we know why you had Jada Fire in there. No, it wasn't even that though. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Did it wasn't, that, even, it you, wasn't even that. Did you have? Did you have that crazy black members only jacket like West This Night's had in Pastor Fifty Seven? <laughs> oh no, nah, I didn't. I didn't have a blue electric blue dress shirt tucked into the jeans, and he hadn't had the coat on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Simon Rank. Yeah, man, that definitely sounds like a wild dream, my friend. Man, wild as hell, bro. Because I hadn't seen Pastor Fifty Seven in a minute, man. I knew all the quotes and everything, but man, other than that, bro, I've been chilling, man. Chilling, chilling. So, man, I'm I guess we need to jump, jump into this, man, because, you know, hey, man, so before we get into it, man, I want to RIP to them brothers in uh, Oklahoma that were lynched. Did you hear about that? Yeah, man, unfortunately. Like, how the hell yeah. do you dismember somebody? I'm afraid what they did to them guys. Right. So, I, that's, that's, uh, I had a conversation with my brother. Uh, shout, shout out to my brother that's graduating from college this this uh, this next week. Uh, but he and I were having man, a damn, he, that look at his graduating. Damn, time is flying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He, he ain't look at no more. But yeah, he he graduates on uh, May 18th. Uh, two do, two different degrees, and you know got three job offers right now that he's winning. So definitely shout out to him. But uh, to to get back to this un- this ridiculous and unfortunate event, so, you know, like Mike Jake said, shout out and, and rest in peace to the, to the brothers that lost their lives. 
Um, and also, please, you know, keep their, their family and friends and all those impacted in prayer. And I say all those impacted because, you know, that means Mike J and I, too, as, as two black men and my sons as two young black men. And I mean, just th- this day and age and how lynching and things like that is still very prevalent. You know, it's going on. Everyone talks about, you know, uh, not seeing color and, you know, racism and the different facets of it, so forth and so on. But the fact still remains that. We had we had two young black men just lynched and dismembered and like Mike J said, Lord knows only what what happened to these to these young men, you know, throughout this process. So you know, definitely hope and that that the individuals who've done this, those four men, um, get everything that's coming to them in every way, shape, form, or fashion in this life and after, um, because it's despicable, it's terrible. Uh, but it also, I think that unfortunately, this is a, a, a this is an, an act that's going to cause that needs to spark conversation um, and further conversation and continue conversation, conversation surrounding race relations, but also conversation surrounding how we as black people respond to these things. You know, we want to be very peaceful. We want to be able to, you know, to uplift and overcome. But things like this, you know, as as a human being, we are flesh and. It pisses you off, man. It makes you want to lash out. It makes you want to retaliate. Um, Mike J and I live here in Indiana, um, and uh, you know Naptown to the fullest. But I heard on the radio or on the TV this morning, watching the news, where um, there are members of the police force, IMPD, um, is shrinking because people are leaving the police force, and for various different reasons. But there was an individual that was a police officer that got on the they got on TV and stated that. Individuals are leaving the police force because of the negative, um, the negative v- v- vibe and persona that is painted about the police and how police are being assassinated in the streets and targeted in the streets. Well, I, my response to that is, A, it's unfortunate that any man is targeted like that, you know, especially an innocent individual. But at the same time, aren't the police the ones out here doing a lot of the targeting? Aren't you making this, you know, and painting this picture of yourselves? You done this. We didn't. You're out here targeting black men. You're out here targeting young black people. I, I, I'm not going to just say black men, but black women as well. My Jay and I spoke about the young lady in the Waffle House a couple, you know, last week, and we've got some some stuff to touch on today. But again, it just goes back to different race relations conversations and that sort of thing, and you know how to how to uh, temper those our, our emotions, man. I know I went off on yeah. a little bit of a tangent, man, but those who follow the podcast, those who know uh, Bowtie Fresh, and you, know, you guys know that it's something that's close to my heart, and you know, you know, I'm I'm about it. I don't just talk it; I, I walk it. So, it is what it is. Yeah, that's a sad thing to hear. I mean, I know we've uh, they had a cop not uh, <laughs> in, in a city about two hours away from us that was uh, murdered the other day. So, definitely rest in peace yeah. to that person and family. But, uh, yeah, definitely I'll have to dig more into about the people leaving IMP, you know, potentially leaving law enforcement where they feel like they're targets. Uh, but, man, before oh, yeah. we jump it was, into it was on a couple of news outlets this morning. Yeah, I, I know. Was, I know it was a couple of news outlets this morning. Before we jump into this, hey, man, so, you know, in Indianapolis, we had, they had a Brinks truck. That uh, the door came open, all that money came on the highway. So what would you do, man? If you seen all, it was like I think six hundred thousand dollars. What would you do, man? If you seen that money just land, you know, falling out the sky and on the highway and those type of things. You know that bus driver stopped and got the money, and they they looking for them. I think they might have caught them already. What would you do, man? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say, man. You know, it, it definitely is. It would be very tempting to to 
you know, want to stop and get out and, you know, grab it, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it is what it is. I, 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 would, I would be very tempted, but just exactly what you just said, you know, I'd be skeptical about doing it too because I know that the, the various things that they have on the highways, the cameras and, you know, on the highways and stuff like that where they, they can catch you and see you, you know, get your license plate number, see you, you know, visibly doing it, committing the act. So, you know, I wouldn't want to get caught up that way, but I'm not, I'm not going to lie, man. Seeing that, seeing that much money coming out in the bag, man, I probably have to try to pull over and, you know, try to sneak and try to figure out a way to sneak and touch or something. Like, ah, you know, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, man. I have to make a flat tire or something. I don't know. I don't, hey, I don't know man, if I could just drive, like, I don't know if I don't know if I could just drive past it, man. Hey man, you know, uh, bro, like me, man, I'm gonna have to roll on by because it's because you know them bills are probably marked, and you know they find they will find people quick because they found this happened a couple of years ago in downtown Indianapolis where the where the, it busted open, the door came open, it was money, and they you know they called them right up. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, if I wouldn't be tempted, you know. And if I was me, you know, but the thing, fact, get my license plate. Looked at and everything else, it just ain't right. it ain't worth the hassle. They had like bundles of right. money, so just wanted to get you, you know. I, I think we both would be tempted, but you know, it ain't even worth it. That, you know, it was a lot of money, more than money than I've ever had. But damn, just imagine you get, you think you get the smooth getaway. Here come the feds at your door. Right, you got to get the money back and everything else. Okay, we, so. we got your camera. I think uh, they they said they gave. Uh, the individuals who who grabbed the money, I think they gave them 48 or 72 hours to return it, with no with no penalty, no nothing. You know, they just said bring it back. So I don't I don't know how many people did done that or not, but I know like you like Mike J said, I know that they were catching people up. They had people on cameras and everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. So let's jump into that damn <laughs> that damn Trump that damn Trump news, man. Hey, man. Hey, it's been it's been kind of crazy, bro. Trump brought in Rudy Giuliani, former mayor of New York City. Rudy got up on the TV, you know, saying different things in the White House, saying about Stormy. You know, Mike said, everybody has, they don't have their story straight, you know. The money was supposed to go from Michael Cohen to Stormy to pay her off for Trump, you know, Trumpito, the orange orangutan, was going ahead and giving her that two-minute dinner. And uh, (laughs) there it is. All this this stuff, man, it's for you to lay up with a porn star. Bruh. That's your president. That's your president, though, uh, Bowtie. That's your president, my man. No, that's not. That's not my president. And the words of Young Jeezy, my president is black. Hey, man, he's out here. <laughs> he's he enjoying here. his life. Wow. He he enjoying his life right now. But no, oh, man. Oh yeah, he's living. Yeah, it's oh, it's, 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 it's living. It. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy all the things that that come out with 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 uh, Donald Trump, man, and all all the different stuff that you hear and it comes out and you know the things that he says is. It just never ceases to amaze me anymore. Like I, I just there's there's moments most of the time I'm just sitting back like, okay, what's next? What's he going to say now? You know what what's going to happen now? But it's the incompetence of his people. He might as well just yeah. I mean, if you did, I mean, you know, people are going to dig into it. So he might they might as well just came out and said, yeah, he had a little something with Stormy. We paid her off. You know, that's what. I mean, you might as well have just came out and said it because. You know, people are going to just dig and dig and dig and dig. You know, for for no reason, even if it's just trolls. You know what I mean? People are just going to go out and do it. So you might as well have just go ahead and kept the culture from the beginning and just been like, look, this is what it is. 
It's not like it's not like Melania's gonna leave him or anything like that. No, so, she ain't gonna. She's not I mean, gonna leave. Hell, nothing. Just, just, she ain't gonna leave. She's the she's the first lady. I mean that that yeah, already, that's you what already I'm know that she ain't she ain't, a, I don't think there's ever been a president that got divorced while they're in office. So you know all right, that that that's not gonna happen. She ain't got to be around, dude. But let me ask you this, man. And I'm, not, a, and I'm not even trying to be funny, but did she leak? Yeah. No, I'm just playing. I, sh- I shouldn't uh, have said that. <laughs> uh, she, she's legal now. She had an, uh, She had a talent. You know, and she was able yeah. to get basically chain migration for her people to come over here. But that's another that's another story that's since he likes to use that joke all the time. Use that, not joke, use that rhetoric all the time. Hey, man, did you see him? On, did you see that skit they did on Saturday Night Live with, um, with Trump? Stormy uh, Daniels? Con- yeah, Con- yeah. yeah. Con- yeah. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he was like, oh, Stormy. She was like, oh, what are you wearing, Stormy? <laughs> but I bet you yeah, that's how he probably thinks about it. Just say that Saturday night skit seemed pretty spot on. It was it was pretty funny. That whole Saturday night episode was pretty was pretty fly too though. I I, I think <clears throat> my opinion, excuse me, y'all. Um I, I should say my opinion, but I wonder how much how much push Stormy Daniels has gotten, you know, since all this came out. I I, I don't know how active she was still currently in the adult world or whatnot. Uh, I had heard rumor that she was doing like uh, like cam shows and all that type of stuff. I wonder how much I wonder how much push or how much call there has been for her now, you know, more than ever. You think like there's a resurrection for her? Think that she's, she's getting a little so, bit more man. bread to do something? She's probably, <laughs> she's probably like Lisa Ann. Shout out to Lisa Ann. You know, she's probably been resurrected icon. out there. Yeah, true icon. You know, she's putting it down. You know, Lisa <laughs> Ann. Lisa Lisa Ann was kicking with another dang football player from the crib, man, for a minute. Hey man, but uh, hey, yeah, shout out bet, indie bet, football. Hey, I bet I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I bet you, uh, and he probably got the Golden Dome. But uh, hey man, I bet you Stormy's <laughs> back, bro. I bet you Stormy probably doing club. Hey, Stormy probably doing club dates, everything. She's probably like, look, I'm back. I've been waiting on this. You know, I'm 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 back to being the baddest bitch in porn again. She's you know, not that I ever thought she was, but you know, she's probably like, I'm I'm, I'm running things. So yeah, she's yeah. probably getting she's probably getting a bag, you know. Cam, Cam, Cam show, probably, probably went up, and everything she getting, else. She getting a, she getting the bag or she getting a sack? Which one? Oh, <laughs> well, she probably getting both, man. You know, she probably like look, come on, so you know, I'm gonna get this paper. I mean, what's a little bit if I sleep with, if you slept with Trumpito, you know, what's go ahead and sleep sleeping with somebody like Nat Turner? It ain't gonna be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, from you a know. from a business standpoint, I know you know we got a lot of jokes and whatnot. But from a business standpoint, hell, if I was Stormy, I'd capitalize on it. You know what I'm saying? I'd make it, oh, yeah. make it worth my make it worth my while, and you know, get myself a nice little retirement fund. You know, something set up. I mean, because oh, yeah. you know, I'm I'm sure she, she's already smart enough. Yeah, you know, she's a, a displayed you know some some different types of intelligence, forms of intelligence. So I'm sure she's smart enough to know. Hey, I I know where I can. I can get my little piece of change here and there. So, you know, shout out to her, you know, for for flipping this into something that's going to, you know, boost her name out there even more, you know, in, in, in her profession, for sure. Oh, yeah. Let's sleep with Trumpita. Ugh. Hey, man. So, moving <coughs> on, Pat. Moving on with this guy. Here's John McCain. He said he, he didn't want Trump at his funeral. No, nah, I, I didn't see it, but I've heard people talking about that. I didn't see the art or the, the Man, I think, it was on, I think it was on the hill. Can you imagine? You United States Senator saying, telling the president, you know, putting it out to, to the president of the United States, I don't want you at my funeral. Man, that is some wild stuff, man. Wild. So, 
I don't know. I just thought that was pretty damn interesting, man. But, uh, hey, bro, you want some extra mayo? Go ahead, man. Go right into that hey. extra mayo, man. Hey, man. So I guess for, 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 for new people who haven't listened to the show, extra mayo is when we uh we kind of call out some little bits of whiteness. Because, you know, the joke is white people love mayo. So I was at Wendy's. Uh, I was at Wendy's last week, and I hit up bow tie. And the lady was like, you know, here you got, I got two containers of mayo for you. She said, no, no, I think I'm going to have to get at least two more. So I was like, well, damn, extra mayo, because, you know, white folks love mayo. So this week, man, four black women had the police called on them because they were, they didn't wave a white woman outside of an Airbnb that they were staying at. Can you imagine that? Nah, that's crazy. Can you I read that article, too. Like you the police called on you for minding your own business. <laughs> yeah, it's talking about well, they had bags. The police was like, yeah, they had bags and everything, but you know, it, and they could have been somebody robbing a house. I mean, you just yeah. looking for you just looking for anything. It's a stretch. Yeah, I mean, like well, let's just let's just put it out there. It goes back to yeah. what we talked, what I said earlier on in that, in this episode, man. You you just looking for something, man. Like seriously, yeah, so beyond. Come on, so, bro. After that, man. So what's up with your man, the superintendent? the dog, you know, you know, shitting at the track. Oh, yeah, man, I read that, man. The superintendent of a, of a school system, uh, I, I guess he had been doing it for almost, I think they said like a, a calendar school year, like dating back to the previous school year, but I guess he's been uh, relieving himself <laughs> on uh, on uh, rivals uh, like football football fields and and, uh, and uh, um, tracks, like uh, track and field tracks, man. Like, dude, you the superintendent. I mean, you you've eluded, you know, the police and and <laughs> eluded capture all this time. Yeah. But but to turn out to be the superintendent, like this is something that you would expect from 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 a student, from a from an yeah. adolescent, from a child. And you out here doing this, and not 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 are you just you know you're not a rival coach or rival teacher or anything like that. You are the superintendent. Like you're the highest ranking person of that particular, you know, school system, and you out here doing this mess, man. Come on. Yeah, he's out here killing. But my thing is this: like, I mean, if you was dropping the shit on the damn track, man, when was you washing your hands? This thing, all the hands he's shaking. You know, you, you see the superintendent. That's just like if you see your boss, you're gonna shake, you know, his or her hand if they extend their hand. This thing, that man probably went out there, dropped the fresh, hot, hot, nasty shit on the track, came back in. You know, you know how white people do it. They'll wet their hair and stuff and not wash their hands. <laughs> Put the hair through the with, you know, the wet hand through wow. the hair and go ahead about his business. Hey, man, I've seen it. I've seen the dude at work, man. He sit back. Uh, I was working at an old job. He went on there and released some thunder out the damn stall and just put a little put a little dab, a <laughs> little bit of water on his hand with his hair and went on about out the bathroom without putting no soap on his hands. So, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, so, that's you know, the super, superintendent probably was out here wilding. Come in there dropping them loads like Smokey was on Friday on outside the track. Yeah, damn disgusting, man. All right, man. man back so, there, Smokey, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Hell <laughs> on. Yeah, but but your superintendent oh, probably in there. It's probably just a lotty 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 die. How are these test scores going to be today? And <laughs> probably dropping and keeping kept it rolling. Probably walking the office as happy as hell too. Like oh, ten, 10 pounds lighter. I ran three miles. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, man. So let's get to the Twizzler, bro. Hey man, so let's uh let's drop one off to um sit on the Twitter to Shayna Swergan. Now Shayna, did you hear about Shayna? 
I heard about this. <laughs> Yo, so for those who don't know, Shannon Swearing, and she was the elementary school <laughs> principal, another person in leadership. She, uh, you know, she's threatened. She said this one of her students had a black student tell them that they had a gun for the police to get there faster to do whatever they need to do to this kid. And this kid's a special needs student. So come both mm-hmm. out have kids. Can you imagine somebody saying, you know, that your son had a weapon? So the police can get their quicker talking about that was a joke and then she said she loved kids. Yeah. You bitch you ain't trick daddy. You don't love no kids. And that's not something that you should joke about. Uh, especially as a, as a, all the things that are going on in our society right now, number one. Number two, you know, just as as an educator, someone who's around kids, you, you she knew what the hell she was doing. She knows better. Yeah, that's that, that was classless, tasteless. Just, just all around, just diabolical. That's just, that's just, just what that was, man. It's, it's ridiculous and uncalled for, man. So, she definitely, uh, Shayna definitely gets the, she gets that major Twizzler, man. She gets that, she gets that Twizzler that you know that that's been bit off of by like a five year old, but then like the rest of it fell on the ground, and you know it's been sitting on, it's been sitting on the ground for a minute. She could fall on, yeah, that. sit on, sit on that Twizzler. Yeah, it, it pretty, that pretty sucks, man. Because this is <laughs> so mad. And this to be that, ugh. so yeah, she can. Matter of fact, beyond sitting on the toilet, she can go ahead and hang herself with that toilet. So it'll be interesting if she keeps her job. I'm going to guess that she is, but you know we'll see. But also, let's nah, give a toilet to the the University of Florida. I Man, they had their commencement. Uh, I think Saturday. <laughs> and did you see? Yeah. Did you see? Uh, did you see the? See my man roughing up some students. And they, yeah. were, they were out there strolling. Now you and I, we both yeah. graduated college. You know, we both got some degrees and certificates and all that type of stuff. Can you imagine trying to get out there? You do your thing, and you got and you got here bull from night court handling. You throwing you to the side. <laughs> Not bull from night court. Yeah, I thought that they definitely could sit on the Twizzler for that. You know what I'm saying? Like. In those situations, you know, it's it's a glorious moment, man. You didn't you didn't work your butt off for for this moment, you know what I'm saying? And and it's it's one of those situations where you want to enjoy that. You want to enjoy that moment, that walk across stage. You've earned it, you know what I'm saying? I I know when I graduated, you know, let's let's say I'll, I'll take it back to high school. When I graduated high school, uh, we had a superintendent that was in place that would not allow for you know your family to you know cheer or anything like that when your name was called and it was almost like this situation you know he wanted you to just walk across stage get your thing and get you know get out of his face and I was like to a, to a point I can understand my graduating class was you know over a thousand people but at the same time it's like even at high school I earned that you know what I'm saying so in college it was a little different didn't necessarily have that, you know, have that happening. You know, it was a moment that people got to enjoy and got to relish. So, um, I can't I can't say that I had a similar situation when I got my when I got my degrees from college. Uh, but at the same time it it, it it's jacked up, man. You know, it, it it just is what it is. They need to let people enjoy their moment. They they, they worked hard for it. You know, I know I know that the the, the uh, our melanin people can be a little extra, you know, in certain things. They could be a whole lot of extra in these type of scenarios, but you know, at the end of the day, which that's a phrase that I hate, but at the end of the day, you know, as a student, as a, as a new grad, I work my butt off for that. Long nights, early mornings, whatever the case, I work my butt off. So give me my time, man. Reclaiming my time. <laughs> hey, well, let me, let me let me tell you this. Number one, we we talk about this thing. We also these students also they pay. So let's look at the so let's look at tuition and fees at the University of Florida, right? So it's six three hundred dollars for in state in state tuition, twenty six thousand out out of state. Room and board is nine thousand. 
Other expenses is three grand. And book supplies like twelve hundred. Total cost of attendance, according to collegefactual.com, is twenty-one grand for in-state, forty-three grand for out-of-state. And bro, for somebody who has a bachelor's and a master's degree, my bachelor's degree, I pounded on my chest and I think I said, "Hell yeah!" Because it was a tough, it was a tough road. Now my master's, I had a little bit more dignity and everything. I was smooth with it. Because, you know, what number? About three black people who graduated with me in my master's class. Shout out to them. But, I mean, we didn't have anybody saying what we couldn't do. I mean, even when we went to graduation the next day, it was, you know, mixed with undergrads, you know, graduates and people in the doctoral program. They had people, they went out there, they did the Greek thing, they strolled and everything. They let you you do your thing. It was your time to shine. That's just like, as someone who works in education, that's that's the best day for you when you see your students Mm-hmm. Or you know they're fin- they finished the journey, you know, and, uh, and they they weren't out Agreed. there for like two and three minutes dancing and strolling and everything else. Like the most you can get, maybe maybe is twenty seconds because they're calling out names so quick, and you don't want to be you don't right. want to be have somebody else calling coming right behind you while you out there dancing and strolling <laughs> and everything, man. So uh, it's just crazy. University of Florida, so they can go ahead and sit on that Twizzler as well, man. Just the fact of not letting those students have their fifteen seconds, if that. You know, claim the fame in front of their friends and family, and you know, students, faculty, staff, people who all have helped them to graduate. So, I mean, I felt bad watching that. You know, I ain't gonna lie, the yeah. most of my core was handling boys. I would have kicked the shit out of them, like, <laughs> like, um, like Charlie Murphy kicked uh, Rick James in that skit. Yo, he he did his ass kicked right <laughs> off the stage. But uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Rick James. But, uh, but lastly, man. We got to get to your boy Kanye. Kanye was on TMZ last week. Kanye said slavery was a, was, a, was, a, was a choice, man. So you, have you canceled Kanye, bro? You said have I canceled Kanye? Yeah, I have. I I I have not completely canceled Kanye. Uh, most most of the people that I, that I know have completely canceled him. I, I have not completely canceled this brother yet. I, as much as as much as I probably should or that I want to, and as much as I think that his comment about slavery being a choice was just stupid and idiotic, I haven't. Excuse me, I haven't canceled this brother yet. Um, just just because of the fact that it's not a it's not about like pushing the envelope it's not about you know him being him and just saying things to you know to get pro- get promo or you know whatever um i do like a lot of attention that he that he brings to his craft i do like a lot of attention that he just puts out there even though i think that it's poorly done in many times or, or you know a lot of the times i can't say many but a lot of the times such as this um, I, I think that him going about certain types of conversations are wrong, uh, but for this comment, you know, he he definitely gets that major twizzler because there's no way that you could say slavery was a choice in any way, shape, form, or fashion, any capacity, none at all. Um, it's not a choice, and I know that he he made a made a comment about it not being a choice from this side of things as far as slavery on this side as far as you know. Uh, the Americas or the colonizers, so to speak. He made a comment about slavery being a choice from the African side and so forth and so on. And like, th- there's just a point in time, and and there's just certain conversations that don't need to be had. And it, 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 this was one of them. It was just stupid. Um, but I, I haven't, I haven't a hundred percent gave up on him yet, man. I'm, I'm like at ninety-seven percent. I still got three percent hope, you know that. 
you know, that that, that he can that he can do some good, you know, and, and bring some 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 conversation to talk to certain things, but just not this topic. He he needs he needs to back off this topic right now, man. Oh, Kanye, he's out of here for me. He's done. Number one, <laughs> Kanye. Number one, Kanye is selfish. He's very very great at what he does. But yo, he's number one. He's selfish. All the issues that he that he talks about all affect him, and that's fine. True. That's how you want to roll. This is true. Secondly, I think Kanye, in his mind, he wants to be a rich white man. Everything, every time Kanye he brings a Jen Da Vinci and and the guy from Tesla, he's always he's bigging up rich white men, and that's you know mm-hmm. I think he's been there in Calabasas and. Living his lifestyle, I think that no, I'm not making any jokes. But I think he 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 said in the interview with Charlemagne that he was he's on some 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 medication for a mental issue. So I'm not even gonna touch that. But that brother's gone, man. He says stuff. I can't be a free thinker. This, that, and the third. Nah, nigga, girl, cause you ain't no free thinking. All you care about is your damn self. You have you know you just, you have flipped the mode, and that's how you want to roll, and that's fine. But you're not getting anything off of me. No streaming. I didn't. I never bought his shoes or anything, and I didn't. And I damn sure didn't. You know, it's ironic. He talked about slavery being a choice, but them ugly ass clothes he was wearing with the holes and stuff on there looked like some of the slaves would wear. So yeah, Kanye, he's, he's canceled. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't <laughs> think he. I don't. Like, I, I can't, can't I can imagine going, going back, just doing anything else. Man, I think his Calabasas lifestyle and everything that he's into, he's too far gone. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely can agree with some of that. You know, I, I definitely think he's trying to be something that he's not, uh, which is a rich white man because he's obviously black. But um, I, I can appreciate the fact of trying to be a free thinker and trying to understand things, understand things that may not be, you know, socially acceptable. Um, the way I look at it, in a portion of it, and I, please, people, please don't think that I that I that I believe what he's saying because I think it's dumb as fuck. For the stuff that he's saying, but the free thinking and the understanding piece, um, I I can relate to because I'm an individual that likes to that likes to learn more, understand more, even about people that I really dislike about individuals and things that they say. You know, I I think for me sometimes it's it's about you know knowing your enemy or or just being educated to what's out there. Um, so for 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 me. I want to know a little bit more about Trump so I can know how to handle him so I can know what's going on. I want to know a little bit more about, about, ne- about the neo not Right. No, no, no. No, no, no. I understand that. I'm just saying, like, for me, I, 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 I'm I, not saying I support Trump at all. I can't stand the motherfucker. But I'm saying, like, I, I, I try my best to try to, to try to wrap my head around different religions and different ways of thinking just so I can have that just that knowledge base and, and understand it a little bit more and not always come at it from my uh, perspective. So in that I can understand what Kanye is saying, but I think that his approach and I think that just flat out some of the things that he says that comes out of his mouth are dumb as fuck, like this slavery issue. But but admittedly, but admittedly just, he says he does not know about any of these things. I'm with you, but knowing you should always know what both sides of the equation are doing. But when right. you admittedly say right. you don't know something, and then you say these ignorant things, looking at it is this. You and I, we're having a conversation. We disagree, but we can look at the further, you know, we can go deep down and talk about it. There is plenty of people, right. and we'll talk about this later when we talk about this Donald, uh, I guess, Childish Gambino video. They only look at the stuff, they only look at the at the at the stuff that you see from the first vision of life, right? So it'll be like, mm-hmm. oh well, he says that slavery was a choice, and that just makes it easier for supremacists to to build a. That's on the jump back. They're like, well, yeah. this shouldn't be an issue because Kanye said it wasn't an issue. So I think right. that's no, I get that. 
it's dangerous because he's mentally ignorant about stuff and is continuing to make these comments. You know, Trump is yeah. my boy. Trump doesn't give a damn about you. Not, so, not at all. So <laughs> not at all. Just, yeah, yeah. Then you talking about, oh, well, well, <laughs> excuse me. Kanye got it right. You know, at my poll, my African Americans went up and went up fifty percent in one week. Who are you polling? I, I mean, I'm a voter. Right. I, I ain't never been polled by anything. So I, that's the. For I real. think that's the part that's sickening. Is that you want to be accepted? I think Ben Carson might have been running that. that poll. Oh man, you know, come on. That's the hill of hands. You know, you know, I told y'all how I feel about Ben Carson. I had some Popeyes the other day when we were talking about you stopped the ride uh robbery at the Popeyes. Man, get get your weird ass on there. You can't stop nothing. Now you threw your wife under the bus over a thirty five thousand dollar table, man. Get up all the way up out of here. But like I said, man, to me, Kanye gets the twizzle because woefully ignorant, he can't really communicate. Oh yeah, he does stuff gets he says. He does, he doesn't even make any sense. It's like a babbling child. Like you, I, it did nothing make sense with him at all. So he definitely he gets he gets. We're gonna give him the designer tools since he loves Gucci and and Tom Ford and Tesla and all that type of stuff. So he can go ahead and like you know how you the Tesla you know you plug it What's into it the wall and charge. Givenchy it. is that what it's called? Yeah, Givenchy. So you go ahead and and plug and plug the twi- plug the Twizzler up. You know, man, and uh, let let it zoom on up, man, and plug it into you. And also, shout out to Kanye for getting that lipo suction. He wanted to be a bad bitch, so you know, shout out to Kanye. You know, Fifty said he, <laughs> he was trying to get a fat ass, so you know, shout out to Kanye for not having to. Get, he wanted to get the waist, his fat sucked out, so he can have a small waist and be thick in the waist. So shout out to Kanye. He's gonna be a bad bitch. He's gonna be a bad bitch this summer, y'all. Damn, you so. said Kanye wearing a waist trainer. Hey man, you getting the lipo sucks? You only need to, you only need to be uh, have a waist trainer. Like I said, he's gonna be a bad bitch this summer. Kanye gonna be a baddie. Shout out to Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh man, he's a sucker, man. I just, just you know, I, I mean, like <laughs> he's, me. he's a sucker, man. I, I don't know, what, I don't call him Kanye or what, but he's a sucker. He can go ahead and plug up that Tesla Givenchy Twizzler and go ahead and get the help away from me, man. Because uh, he's he's out of here. So man, let's kick it to sports, bro. Man, let me ask you this: What do you think about the second round of playoffs so far? Um, second round of playoffs so far. Um, I'm surprised at the at the Sixers Celtics series. Um, I definitely I, I I thought it was going to go. Uh, it still could. I know Sixers won tonight, uh, but I expected it to be a little bit more even than it has been. Uh, you know, with the Sixers and the Celtics, I expected it to be a good series. Uh, and, and to go seven, uh, I just did not see the Celtics really coming out and handling them in the way they had had so far. So props to the Seas, uh, Houston Rockets, uh, the matchup. Um, I, I, I expected that or expected that to kind of go, you know, as it has. Uh, the beard is just ridiculous. Uh, Golden State, I'm not even going to talk about that. They they done what they were supposed to do. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and honestly, and and I, I caught a lot of flack for it for a few weeks, uh, but the but the Cavs and Raptors series is going how I expected it to be too. Uh, though those who know, I, I'm not sold on the Raptors. Uh, I, I'm not even gonna get into that conversation to the DeMar DeRozan conversation anymore. It it just is what it is. But that series has gone how I thought it was going to go too. Um, but I, I have been. Um, Entertained with the with the Celtics and 76ers series, man. I, I think that I still think that it could go seven. I think the Sixers can rally uh, and maybe push them. Um, I, I, but 
you know, I, that's I'm, I'm about I'm about sixty about seventy thirty on that because the way the seeds are playing right now with 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 Morris hitting his shots the way he is with Rozier the third playing lights out that dude's a that dude's a star in the making, uh, and then you you know you got Tatum and Jalen you know what I mean they 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 they're a bad team man and, and shout out to um, shout out to their to their coaching staff too um, it's it's a it's a complete it's a complete team man from coaching on down man and. and it's nice to see some good basketball play the way they're playing it. But again, I like the Sixers. I like the way they've been playing too. Uh, Embiid has been doing this thing. You know, Ben has been a little off. Uh, Simmons has been a little off. You know, here and there, it looks like he's kind of trying to find his way now. But uh, I, I think that's probably the most entertaining series, in my opinion. Yeah, I wasn't expecting Toronto. I mean, I think they could beat Cleveland. But, bro, I mean, now some of the stuff LeBron was doing, like in games, like, he had like eight. Fadeaways in game two. Oh yeah, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that. I mean, but I <laughs> thought maybe they would get maybe I thought they would get game one at home because I think like hell, see the Cleveland they played the Pacers in game seven and like less than thirty six hours still couldn't win. I'm thinking yeah. like if any time you can get a team in game one that's tired, and it's not like Cleveland's a young team as far as they got all this energy. They're an older team. <laughs> Excuse me. So I mean yeah. I didn't. And y'all, I didn't got, and y'all got Drake. <laughs> oh yeah, hey man! Shout out to Perk, man, for putting that bitch in this place. But speaking about Drake, oh. did you before we before we get so get so speaking of Drake, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna turn and say so you know did you read that article about Rihanna? She was talking about how she didn't like it. Kind of Drake tried to like put her business all out there, try to make her award thing about him. And he's like nah, the whole nice that. the whole, yeah. So to make a long story short, I hate that phrase too, but I use it a lot. <laughs> He, uh, you know, she talked about him. I think at the VMAs or something. He's talking about he's been in love with her since she he was like 22 years old. And, and Drake plays like the nice guy and all these type of things. But he's really not a nice. guy. He's really like a misogynist. And I was just thinking, I was like, all these guys who go above and beyond to say how nice they are, are really like some of the worst type of dudes because they ain't they're not real about it. You know, it's like I I've noticed that when you just can real with a woman, then you Oh, the re- the results will be what the results will be, but a guy like Drake who goes above and beyond, act like he's a nice guy, but who's like super mad misogynist, it just I don't know, man. It's like a sucker to me. What do you think about that? Do you think Drake's a sucker? I, then we can go on with sports. Uh, I I don't know. I I haven't read that article. Uh, so I I would like to. I'm, I'm sure you maybe you could text it to me later on or whatnot. But um, as far as Drake being a misogynist, uh. I can't say that I feel that he's a misogynist. Uh, I do feel like he plays the the good guy role, and but I think that that's just his style of game. You know, I, in my opinion, I think that everybody has a certain type of game that they run. You know, you you're the nice guy, and you know I'm just trying to do this. You know, I want I'm okay with starting out in the friend zone, and I can flip this. Um, you have guys that are like a couple of cats that you see on YouTube, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm giving the game to women so they can come up and, you know, women, these are, these dudes are trash and this dude is trash and that dude. So like they, they, they troll other brothers, you know, to try to make themselves look good. Like they putting the game out there for women. Uh, some dudes are just, you know, out there just spitting game, telling lies. So I think, I think that that's just um, Drake's style of game. I think that he's just that low key guy that's going to try to be, you know, I'm cool, I'm friend zone, you know, I'm this, I'm that. Don't suspect anything of me. And then he finds a vulnerable, weak moment, and then it's bam, right to the draws. You know what I mean? And he's out. So I, I, I don't know if he's a misogynist or not, but I, I just think, that, in my opinion, that's just his game. 
I think he's massaging his body. This is what the thing is. Drake ain't calling bitches and hoes. <laughs> but if you, like, really dig deep into into the records, you be like, because it took me a while. I was like, well, damn, you know, he's saying he's not one thing, but he's still acting like the same thing he's criticizing other men for. So, to me, right. I, I see, to me, I see a lot of massaging. <laughs> and like, even, like, a song like Marvin's Room, it's a sucker-like song, but it's a song basically about trying to man- manipulate somebody. And you know, yeah. and it was in that other song he's talking about. What's that? I forgot the song he had before. He's talking about, are you still being with him? I taught you that, and all the other type of stuff, man. It's just, it's veiled. You had to, to me, you had to dig deep into to really listen. I'm not like the biggest Drake fan. I mean, I don't like listening to his music on, you know, when I'm riding or anything like that. But they play it on the radio so much that you can't help him not get away from it. But I don't know. It's just like I just some some sucker like behavior, and then transitioning back to him like. Time to talk to Perk on the sidelines, man. Sit your ass down. You ain't even, you not, you not on the court, dog. You out here, you a fan. I, you just like, the, you just like I the see, same cat that, uh, oh shoot, somebody ran on the court. To me, to to me, he's like Mark Cuban, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, cause doesn't he have some ownership or something like that in the Raptors? No, or he like does. He's a he's an employee. Oh, okay. I, I just I look at him like that. Like he's supposed to be that guy that like rallies the crowd, rallies the city. You know, very high impact, high influential. You know what I mean? And I mean, I like I like Drake's music. I mean, I'm not like the biggest Drake stand, but you know, I don't I don't dislike his music. But I, for in terms of basketball, he's that guy. You know what I mean? He's going to talk some trash and he's going to you know try to get the crowd emotions going or whatnot. He's going to try to have a little fun. You know, sell tickets and that type of stuff. I, I just look at him like that. I mean, he's like. In no way is he on the level, but I think he's like the Jack Nicholson of the Lakers. I think he's a Spike Lee of the Knicks. You know what I mean? I think he's just just that that Hollywood face, that person that's there at the games, and it's like, okay, he's that person. You know, Mark Cuban in Dallas. I mean, he's just that guy to me. I expect him to talk trash to the players on the court. Cause I, I, I even saw something where – um, he was saying something to the, like talking trash to LeBron or something like that, and you know, like I think that the microphone caught LeBron saying something like "get out the first round" or something like that to him. So I mean, I just think that he's just that person, you know. He's just trying to get things revved up, get the crowd going, that sort of thing. I don't, when it comes to sports, I don't expect, I, I don't look at him and, and put too much um, influence into what he's saying or doing. You know what I mean? I, that's that's just how I feel. Oh, the reason I said it because he was talking about basically come out to perk. I'm out here waiting on you, man. You ain't gonna you ain't fight nobody, bro. Don't 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 let don't let your the rapper life get you you know get you power drive. But somebody who got like nine inches of height on you and probably a hundred pounds. But, I right. Know, just, I mean, we all know I perk would have whipped his ass. Oh, yeah, perk would have had to. perk would have had to fight like fifty other dudes just to probably even yeah. try to get to Drake. But at the same time, if if it was a one on one fight, we all know how. All it's a sucker. Yeah, sucker-like. <clears throat> it's a sucker-like behavior to me. I just, I see the, I see the sucker-like behavior, and I was like, damn, bro, you just, you just, yeah, bro, it's like, sucky. But um, but pushing on past that, man. Tell so, him, tell uh, him, tell him, call Alred to hold him back. Hold me back. Hold me back. Yeah. All right. It's, <laughs> it's, I don't know, man. Probably got to see him. I just seen him. I see him as a sucker. He makes good music. He's just a sucker to me. But uh. Also, man, so shout out to the Hotline Bling video. Oh, with him dancing in the turtleneck. Yeah, uh, I wasn't yeah, referring yeah. to that. I was talking about all the other all the other accoutrements in that video. <laughs> true, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, no, he does. He he does. He does bring them out. 
But uh, hey, man. So before you know, I'm watching the Cleveland Toronto game as we speak, man. So every, every after every game, it's a it's always a comparison to against Jordan against uh, LeBron, man. Right now, you know, man. Right now, where do where do you, where could you measure him up at at the age 33? LeBron's 33. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it was eight thirty three. It was Mike. Is he thirty three when they went seventy two and ten? I think I believe so. I believe he was right. thirty three or thirty four. So like okay, age, age, I, 15, I mean, I don't, 18. I don't compare. Okay, you can't get away from it. That's everybody wants Paris. Want to get you? I know you're a Jordan fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Jordan fan. Uh, to, to me, my opinion, Jordan's always going to be the greatest. Um, in my opinion, he's going to be the greatest for various reasons. You know, um, How do you not so much that? of his Just offense. Give me a few things. Not, not, not. I mean, I think that I think, in my opinion, LeBron's a lot better off the court than Jordan was or will ever be, for that matter. Um, I think off the court he is, um, but I also think on the court, for me, I, I think it was the mental aspect that that has Jordan above the rest for me. Uh, I don't. I don't really see. I see. I see guys coming in and like, all right, screw LeBron. You know, we going at them. We going. We going to take them out or this or that. In Jordan's time during his during his player during his during his day, there were there were you know fifty hundred greatest players. You know, there's a lot of guys on that list that played against Jordan. They were all in their prime. But for the for the impact and many of these players said this. Many players have said this, you know, going into games, they just they saw Bulls on the schedule and were like, oh, we're gonna lose that game. Like just to have that mental deflation of other teams that that Jordan had, you know, they were already going into it saying, Oh, we're gonna lose. Let's just get ready for the next game. Um, for me that that is what puts Jordan just a, a little bit above uh or I should say a little bit but that's that's what puts Jordan above most of the other guys. Uh, a lot that not a lot of people have that these days, uh, but again, that's not taken away from from what LeBron is capable of physically uh, and talent wise. Uh, if I was just going off of just straight talent and ability, um, then I would say yeah. I mean, it, it's it's rivaled if not LeBron being a little bit a little bit better physically um, in the things that he does on the court as far as getting his teammates involved, the assists, the rebounds, that sort of thing. Um, Jordan was impactful as a killer, as a scorer, um, as someone that's going to will his team to win, which LeBron is, is, has shown to do here late, here of late. But um, when I think basketball and I think the greatest, you know, I, I encompass everything, you know, the physical talent, the mental aspect, all that type of stuff. And just that, just the fact for individuals just to already feel like we're going to go in and lose, um, to me that, that says a lot about you as an individual, about how you're able to get it into people's head. Uh, you know, without blowing in their ear or without trying to wrestle them on the ground, a la Draymond Green and all that crap. Um, it's just, it's just that. But in my opinion, <clears throat> Jordan's number one, and and LeBron's one point five, one one A. Let me uh, ask you this: LeBron's Do you think a, LeBron's an absolute beast, man? I mean, do you think do you think know, in those Bulls teams could beat the Warriors? I don't think they could. Because if I'm just put it like that, this, and I'll let you, I'll let you answer tough, in a second. Man. None of those teams that that Mike played in the finals were good as any. Were only team that that weren't really wasn't really a great team that LeBron lost to. And I'm not like a LeBron fan, you know. He put my team out the playoffs four out of five years. 
But, you know, it's like, it would maybe be Dallas when they lost in 2011 when he was with the Heat. But the rest of those teams, because Mike, great, you know, great player, but, you know, could be, you know, arguably the greatest. But he wasn't playing against no killers. You got to think, by the time Mike, well, they go into the finals, Boston was done. Detroit, Isaiah got him two out of three years. I mean, he, and when they played Magic yeah. in, the, in, the, in the finals, they, you know, Magic, was, Worthy was done. Kareem wasn't there anymore. I mean, they have they were starting well, to rookie body Divac at, at center. So it's not like they were playing. He, he didn't wasn't playing against like superb <coughs> killers in that time. What do you think about that? What do you th- I can't remember what year it was. What do you think about that Jazz team though? With with the quote unquote the shot? Because to me that Jazz yeah, I mean, team they, was pretty. Yeah, that Jazz team was pretty good, but they yeah they were you you said they were solid. They have any wing players? And it's also you know what I mean that's I mean, who's that boy Brian Russell. I mean, they were the most athletic player on the team. Look at Shandon Anderson. He's like, hey, man. Yeah, like <laughs> I said, man. Just, shout me out. <laughs> I mean, Mike, I watched him. He, he, and it could be debated that he's the greatest ever. But it ain't. let's not act like Mike and him was playing against killers. And also, the, the big difference, and if you watch it now, Mike was like two levels athletically above everybody else. Y'all think about when he hit the shot against Cleveland. He was getting guarded by Craig Elo. We don't even know if Craig Elo <laughs> would even be a starter in this today's NBA. Athletically, he just doesn't have it. So you know that's I mean, I mean that's but I but at. but is the game but is the game all athletic though? Is it all athletics or is it about ability? Wait, you know okay, what I mean? so you, like oh, yeah, man, he can't move. He can't move his feet. <laughs> you can't. You can't look at some cats couldn't even dribble with their left hand. I mean those. I mean these are if you put those guys like that. So you think Craig Elo in two, 2018? Would be guard and athletic wing player. I'm just going. I'm just using that. I'm just using that as a as a as an example. No, I, I, mean, I think that, I think that Craig Elo's a, Craig Elo's a, a mid level guy. I mean, he's he's he, he, he is what he is. But I'm talking about I'm not talking about I'm not talking about guys with like with physical talent or individual talent or whatever. We're talking about like championships and teams and. There's different elements to every team that that makes them very solid. Like the Golden State Warriors, team did he beat? Dude, the Golden Gold, Gold State Warriors are ridiculous. I mean, you got yeah, but what great team did Durant and K. You got Durant, and, huh? What great? What I'm just asking, what great team did the Bulls beat? I don't know. I mean, I would say that the that the Pistons team was was a great team. I mean, look at that yeah, roster. Were, but, I was. Yeah, I, they, I also they, think that they that, went to the finals what three times in a row, and they they were old. <laughs> Isaiah and them did, was done after like what another season and a half, and other guys oh, like Lamb. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a great done. team though. Yeah, they, mean, were, they were they were done. They were they were they you, were done. I mean, they were great in, my, in the past, opinion, but they were done. In my my opinion, I also think that that Utah Jazz team was solid. I mean, I know you said they don't they didn't have wing players and things of like that stuff like that, but I mean. That, that that to me that's an elite team. When you when you have the type of coaching that they had, when you have the type of players that they had, the success that they had without having wing players and without having all this athleticism, and it goes back to what I was saying about the Celtics. I mean, it's players, it's coaching, it's everybody playing, you know, doing their part, knowing their role. I mean, big dog Antoine Carr, he wasn't Shaq, he wasn't you know Kareem. But big dog Antoine Carr was, you know, he solid, you know, maybe ten and ten and seven, sometimes ten and ten guy. But he done what he was supposed to do. He done his job. He was an enforcer. He was a rebounder. 
they know that you you know that that, that pick and roll with Carl Malone was, or and, and Stockton was going to was going to happen. You know, Hornacek was going to be. I mean, to me, it's it's a great team. There's not a lot of great individual players like Golden State. Well, can you be, Golden can State you be is a great, great team. team Golden State cha- Warriors. Can you be a great team without winning a championship. I think so. I think so. I think you just run up against a better team. I honestly do. I I think, in my opinion. I think that 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 uh, that Sacramento King squad, when they had Vladdy and Weber and 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 Bibby and all those, when they had that squad, to me, my opinion, I think that was a great team. They were solid in every facet. They played had up tempo offense. They played solid defense. They rebounded well. They had solid coaching. I think that was a great team. I just think they ran up against a better team when you have Shaq and Kobe and and Ori and Fish and all those guys. I mean, I think they just ran up against a better team. But in my opinion, I think that was a great team. I think that that, that, that's just what it is. I think think championships give you a level. I think good is, you know, team. But as far as to me, to my opinion, I think you have to be a champion in order to be a great team. Because, I mean, I I I I think that's where we're yeah, that was, I, I think that's I just where we differ at because I think that I, I think that there were some some great Knicks teams that they ran up against the Bulls, but I think that those teams were were some great teams that could compete and you know in their prime I think they could compete. You know what I mean? Like I I don't look at it as you know this era and that era, whatever. I give people props. Like I said, I think that Golden State Warriors right now they have great individual players and they are a great team. I think in some of those other instances that that I spoke about, I think that that like the, the the Jazz team, they had Carl Malone and John Stockton, two great individual players. But I think that they were a better team. So I I just I don't know. I think it's just the the the, the way of looking at things, you know. But I mean, I I definitely I I hear what you're saying. I respect what you're saying for sure. I see your argument. I see where you're coming from. Um, and like you said, you know, greatness is measured by championships. So I mean, if that's the case, you know. Does that mean that that, that Barkley and, and Reggie Miller and all those guys weren't great? Team, no, I don't no. think so. Team, I, I don't. Teams and individual players—that's a totally different argument. Because individual I, I, players, I, I can't. Get, I can't. If I pass the ball, you missed open <laughs> shot. That's that's. I'm talking about individuals. You can say, hey, they didn't win the championship. They're still a great player. But teams, when you look to, to me, when history looks down, it ain't gonna be. Like, oh man, Whew, man, that dang on the 2000 Pacers team—they went to the finals. That was a great team. They were a good team. 2002, Sacramento King lost in the Western Conference Finals. Good team. 19 was at 2000 Portland Blazers. Good team. They didn't make it to the. They didn't even get to the finals. History is gonna. It's gonna. You know. You, you remember them because of the teams that they lost to. You know they had they had a collection of talent, but they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it done. So my my the goals back to it is I'm just I'm curious to. Well, I know you're a Jordan fan. I was curious about what. Makes him the greatest. So I was having a group chat with my uh, with my pops and make, a couple of OGs. I was say, what's the, on the flip on the flip side, what makes Jordan not the greatest for you? I don't know, I don't know if you can and really who, say. And then who and then who is and then who is the greatest? You know what makes Jordan it, not the greatest it, to you? I think it goes. Who, I think it goes by era. People say, "Oh, Mike, six championships." Well, if you want to judge by championships, you can judge nah, Russell. Not, yeah. You can, you know, you can no, judge Kareem. Anyway. You, you know, with you know, that's always thing. Mike six for six. I don't know. I just think that it's just to me, it's a generational thing because some of the great players that you know, I, we didn't see the big O in them play during their prime because you no, know, we we weren't we weren't thought of yet. 
you know, you look at somebody like a you know Larry Bird who went through his time he, for three years. He was the best player on the planet. A Magic Giant. I think it, to me, it's all in generational times, and for me, it's also the eye test. The stuff that I'm seeing LeBron do in year 15, Mike physically was not doing in year 15. That's, I mean, this by that time, Mike was he might get a flush, you know, flush a game or whatever. He might, you know, catch somebody. But you know, Mike was straight from the from the mid range. So for me, it's it goes on. You know, statistics play a part of it, but it's the it's the eye test. And then you know, and then you know. I was going to say, oh, yeah. going, by what you, going by what you just said, though, like, again, every player is going to be different. So physically, Mike wasn't doing, you know, Mike wasn't catching lives with his elbow at the rim, and Mike wasn't able to, you know, run and, you know, jump, and he may not, all that type of stuff. But like you just said, Mike was a master of, of the mid game. So Mike was like, yeah, I'm not jumping. Like, I'm not jumping out the gym no more. But nigga, you can't stop this mid range, Jay. You yeah, can't stop this also, turnaround. Mike, and let, but me, also, see, and Mike, let me see you. Let me yeah. see you stop it. So it, maybe it's not. Okay, but also, but who else? But also, you got to think, LeBron. You know, and we can get into this. I really want to get into this on group chat, and I know we want to push on because we only got a few left. Really, LeBron is doing the stuff that Pippen was doing and having to do the scoring that Mike was doing. So that's really my point. I can't. I'm not going to give away on this particular podcast who I think. Ah, uh, here we, we go. Get, hey man, call Because <laughs> we want to get a people. You want to get a people. You put the you put you put the question you put the question out there to me, and then try to rake me over the coals, but then try to hold nah. off. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. I'm a master of marketing, my brother. Marketing. So you know, we want to sit back and get people we want people's opinion and have them call in on on other shows. Really, that way we really can dig into it to get to the sports stuff. Because you know, at first I I never thought something nobody. Could, could catch Mike, you know. I thought Kobe came somewhat close, but no cigar, you know. But isn't it, you know? But LeBron's a whole other animal. I mean, he's every, you know, you see every like fifteen to twenty years, you see somebody think, oh, there'll never be anybody like this, you know. We mess around and we be in our parties, we could be talking about, damn, this new young kid, he better than LeBron was. You need to know, man. I think the NBA comes in cycles, and then, you know, guys People are already saying that about Ben Simmons. Oh no, nah, I never thought that. Never thought <laughs> that. Number one, and it's not against Ben Simmons. He's gonna be a great player. He doesn't have the full game like LeBron. He doesn't have the athleticism as LeBron. I mean, Ben Simmons is athletic. And then, but you know, in year two, because it's got to be counting. I mean, Ben Simmons is a key plan, but he could still shoot even with the broken foot last year. Yo, he's not a threat at all. Yeah, you know, can you imagine LeBron? Had, what if Ben Simmons had one point in the playoffs the other day? Is that game two? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he two. did. Yeah, game two. Yeah, one point. Yeah, yeah game two. There's, there's, there's no way. So, yeah, but we, we'll definitely we'll dig into it more on our group chat show for our new listeners and everything. You know, we'll dig deeper into the sports stuff. Just wanted to give – I know Bowtie's a big Jordan fan, so I wanted to give give his opinion and all that type of stuff. So, uh, <laughs> so, man, let's – um. So before we jump into our chop it up, which we get all people really talking about, and when we think about the NFL draft, man, give me your give me your first give me your rookie of the year, first person comes to your mind. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Same same with me, man. I think you know the Giants. They got Nate Solder this offseason. They drafted another lineman. I think Sase gonna be able to have a big year. I think he if he stays healthy, he has to have a Ezekiel Elliott like impact on the Giants offense. Yeah, I agree. 
I absolutely agree. I, th- I think Saqu- Saquon Barkley is a real deal, a complete player. Um, and like Mike J said, you know, Giants got a couple offensive linemen, but Eli still got a lot in the tank left. Um, you get Odell back. I think that there's some different things that can open up for them. Uh, but um, Saquon Barkley is, is he's just one of those type of talents that Ezekiel Elliott type, you know, type talent man. He, he he's a real deal. Excuse me. Hey, man. So let's get to chop it up, bro. So, you know, this week, man, we got a uh, shout-out to all, like, 12,263 people who participated in our poll about DJ Khaled. So for those who don't know, DJ Khaled was out there. It was an old – and I don't find it was an old interview on The Breakfast Club, but, you know, I seen it on the route. I put the poll out there, and we got all these responses. So he said he would not, you know, go down and perform oral sex on his wife, but he expected in return. So 94% of the of the people on our poll said DJ Collar DJ was selfish. Bowtie, I'm going to throw it to you. You can throw it back to me. What do you think about this situation? Um, I personally agree with the 94% um, of our of our listeners and, and, and poll participants. Um, I, I'm in agreement. I said I made the statement on, on Twitter also, but I, too, think it's a selfish act. Um, that's just my, just my opinion. Um, I, I don't judge anybody else what they do in their bedroom, but in my opinion, I think it's a selfish act to uh, say that you expect something or require something that you're not willing to do. Uh, and that, to me, that that's in every aspect of life, but especially the bedroom. Uh, for you to say I expect it or it's required, but I'm not even going to entertain it. Uh, that's that's just ridiculous. Uh, it's it's ridiculous, uncalled for, absurd. Uh, yeah, I, there's no there's no real reason why you should be able why, why I can understand that Khaled is say, saying this. I, I can't. Um, it's it's stupid. Um, I mean, because the the experience is what it's all about. I mean, at, at this rate, Khaled's just at, at there like I'm just trying to get mine out. That's it. As long as I bust mine, I'm good. And like, you can bust yours in a minute and a half. So every, everything's good. Like, what where, where does how does that even bring you pleasure? Because you got a quick O. Like what? For personally, it's like you know, it should it should be it's an experience. Goddamn it, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm trying to be in there. And I'm I'm trying to enjoy every aspect of it. You know what I mean? Her, my you know the person that I'm with, or you know everything. So that's just my opinion. I think it's selfish. I think it, I think it's absurd to expect, like I said, to expect something or require something that you're not willing to do. Uh, it's just bogus. It's lame. So, Callit. It's not another one, Khaled. It's not another one. You on this one? You on this one alone, my friend. What about you, Mike J? What's your What's your opinion on this? Mike J. Might have some technical difficulties here. Yeah, man, I'm back, man. Uh, for whatever reason, I got kicked off, so. So what were you sorry about that? What were you saying now? No, I was I was just saying, you know, I went on my I went on my long rant. I, I I pretty much just said it was absurd. You know, you shouldn't expect something or require something that uh, you're not willing to do on your own. So I mean, I am in total disagreeance. I repeat, disagreeance with DJ Khaled. Um, I think it's pretty ridiculous. So I toss it back to you to get your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the 94%. And and I'll I take it a step further. As Why would you want to humiliate your wife, your woman, whomever, by saying what you won't do but expect her to do 
something in return. I mean, to me, I mean, because, you know, just imagine that you, you get on there on a public forum and say what you're not going to do for your lady, and all these other people are talking and basically embarrassing her. Even if you don't do that, why would, would you put that in public? I doubt it. I mean, I'm going I'm to love my woman enough to say, even if I don't do it, I'm going to do it anyway to say that because I don't want her to be humiliated. Right. So, you know, it's it very, very interesting, man. And, and also it gets to the point of when anything I'm doing with a woman, particularly my own, I want that person to enjoy it more than I enjoy anything else. Maybe right. that's in the bedroom. Maybe that's us going out or doing whatever. I want her to to be the the the, the highest point of satisfied satisfied because you know that's that's as a man that's what I feel like my job is. So if I can't if I refuse to provide that for her in any any situation, <coughs> excuse me, it, just, it feels like I'm not as much of a man as I should be. So that's kind of where. I, I, I I took it too, man. So you know, it's it's funny, man, because I was at a the finish line on Friday, and I was you know on that's Friday. So I was just in there looking for some stuff, and I we was talking, I was talking about it in the store, and the young lady said, "I don't know how DJ Collar don't eat, you know what? Cause he looked like a damn beige sand turtle, man. I was rolling." So it was interesting to see how many people responses we got, especially. You know, our women responses, and they were just basically, you know, saying how you could tell whoever whoever agreed yes with our poll, you could tell they weren't getting any any uh, any affection in the bedroom from women. So, but I did see a, what? a <laughs> crazy. What's that? No, I, I said the same thing. I said I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. So then I did see a boxer, a guy named Devin Alexander. He was talking about I agree with you, Kyle. I don't do it either. So. You know, so I'm thinking maybe it's a cultural thing. You know, I know DJ Collins is a he is a Middle Eastern, so I don't know if maybe it's a cultural thing or what. It was just kind of kind of funny to see how people were taking it, but I definitely wasn't expecting us to get 12,000 people to talk about some DJ Collins and what he does in the bedroom. And not that I care, but it was just interesting to see the people's reaction to it. Yeah, I was gonna say I've heard different different reactions and different different com- comments made about it. And somebody somebody made a comment and was like, "Looks like uh, it's open season for for DJ Khaled's ladies DMs because somebody's gonna eat their way into her life." Somebody made a comment something <laughs> to that effect. I thought I thought it was kind of funny, but you know, at the same time, somebody there you know that there's a guy out there. I don't know who his lady is or what she looks like. No disrespect, none of that type of stuff, but. You know that there are people out here just look, looking for a chance to shoot their shot. So, you know, Khaled, you you you, you might want to step your game up because I think the oh, the yeah. old adage goes, "What you won't do, someone else will." So, and I'm not saying that's right, people. I'm not saying that's right oh, at all. Not at all. But you know, I'm saying, just saying y'all y'all know how, y'all know how people are in these DMs. So, hey, take it for what it's worth. You just you never know. Previous uh, previous place of employment had a brother there said that's not what he uh. That's not what he did. He didn't. He didn't like giving that that lower that lowercase love action, and isn't letting them stepping out on him because uh, the rumor is that the other the other dude was doing what he refused to do. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, sometimes you know you know you have to put your face in the place and cross your legs at, at the foot of the bed and handle your business. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't wow. Know. 
Yeah, this ain't it ain't you know some stuff move you, some stuff don't. You know, I just I mean, if it's I something did. that you know, this one for me, if I catch it in that wave, and cool. Some stuff I might go back and listen to, but for me, he is he's earned. So, you know, so that's that's kind of how yeah. how I see him as. It's like, man, did you see that last episode? You're definitely definitely a talented brother, man. Like I said, I mean, oh, yeah. a lot of folks oh, don't realize he he's he's he done done comedy. Like I said, he's had a couple comedy stand up specials and. You know, creative writer, um, not just you know musically, but um, for for TV and film and so forth and so on, man. Like the, he he he's solid, man. He's solid. But Bobby, definitely check out some fresh. of his early music, man. Check out some of his early music, man. I think I think you like it, man. It's nice little cool groove music, man. Yeah, so I might check out Earn's music, man. He'll he'll be earned even when if I go see Solo and he's Lando, he'll still be earned. So yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. So, man, did you see the last episode of Atlanta? Uh, no, I haven't seen it yet, man. I'm I'm uh, I'm just this episode behind. Yeah, you gotta you gotta check it out, man. So this, you know, they, when they brought up Super Bowl jerseys, I said, damn, boy, I had a few of them bad boys back in high school. Had the orange baseball boy, <laughs> had the Florida State looking boy. So yeah, definitely brought back some memories from the from the nine yeah, six I had, I had that black and silver Raiders looking boy. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I'm sure there's some pictures somewhere floating around with with matching Fubu jerseys on hanging at the mall. Right. But man. Right. But bro, what you that? No, <clears throat> oh no, I'm just coughing, man. I'm still trying to get over this sickness, man. Trying to get over this cold. Oh. oh man, I'm gonna let you go ahead and get us in this off with a uh, little positive note for the week, man, and we can pop off off this thing, man. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So, you know, as usual, I'm going to give you guys a little something for the week, positive vibes, good good feelings, good spirits, you know, for everyone out there. So this quote is, uh, it says, being happy doesn't mean that everything is perfect. It means that you've decided to look beyond the imperfections. Um, I felt like this was a good quote this week for everyone. Um, you, you always see people on different social medias trying to present, you know, a certain uh, – a certain status, you know, I'm this or I'm that, or even those, you know, that you know, I got to push for this, or I got to have this, or I got to do this, or that, or whatnot. But um, just, just let everybody know, just, you know, be you, be free. Um, nothing is perfect, and no one is perfect except God. Um, so so be be okay with the imperfections. Be okay that, you know, you, you're not, you know, you don't have $750 million, or this, or that, or whatever that is, you know. Just accept you for being you, whether that's financially, spiritually, emotionally, whatever that is, you know. Just just accept the fact that, that you're not going to be perfect and live good in that imperfection. And that's coming from your guy, Bowtie Freshman. Yeah, man. So we appreciate everybody listening. Stand down, you know, for, for definitely check us out, you know, on the Twitter. All the all our information is in the episode description, and uh, we'll holler at y'all. On Mother's Day, so next week, or maybe another day, because I know Mother's Day is busy. But uh, definitely appreciate all the no support. Everybody been down with us from day one, and for the new folks who's jumping on board. That's right. Hit us up on Twitter. We're looking for we're looking forward to some more good conversation with you all out there. Other than that, have a good night. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Later. 
stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details. Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.